Thank you for tuning in and welcome to the Disputable Take, brought to you by the Prism Podcast. Here is your host, Matthew Medina. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Disputable Take, the first fourth. I don't know, I was just trying to make it come <laughs> the final four and it didn't work. Anyways, it's our fourth episode, the fantastic fourth episode. The fourth quarter. The fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. This is uh, money time. But don't worry, we're not stopping here. There's going to be like a fifth, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth. <laughs> There's going to be more overtime, coming. Overtime, overtime. Overtime, extra innings. Drop a baseball reference in there. Hey, how about, did you watch any of the World Baseball Classic or no? Uh, no, Twitter kept me in the loop. Man, Puerto Rico should have, they, they needed that win. They lost. They got blasted 8-0 in the final. My cousins were pissed. Yeah. My cousins are in Puerto Rico. But, you know, whatever. Hey, it was, uh, it's nice to see baseball with some life, though. Maybe this would be a year they come Maybe this year baseball comes back. Baseball? They've been on the little rise. You know, the Cubs winning the World Series. It was a fun series. Yeah. The World Baseball Classic was kind of cool. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I don't know, man. We'll I mean, see. yeah, I guess. I I'm guess. back. I'm watch- I got the baseball package. Watch the Yankees. We'll see. But, um, like I said, this is the Disputable Take. This is our fourth episode. Uh, this is going to be, like, our only episode for, like, two weeks because uh, our boy CJ's going to see the world i'm traveling i'm a traveling man he's gonna he t- the rolling stone man yeah he took uh beauty and the beast to like the next level because now he wants to go to france and everything the snow. It's- there you go <laughs> beauty and the beast is that in france yeah is it yeah no, the, the song is bon- they they open up the song with bonjour 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 did you go to the movies and watch that no yeah you did i saw the little one when i was a kid so you've been down with Beauty and the Beast forever. You're, you know, you're down with the Beauty and the Beast. And I just know the stuff. Found I love Disney. Disney and all that. Lion King's my favorite movie. <laughs> my favorite Disney movie. <laughs> all right. I, again, I, I have to take everything you say with a grain of salt. Whatever. Now that Disney movies are back popular again. Like, I had the VHSs and I was. I did have the. I we the had blo- Lion King. I went the Blockbuster and man, I got hey, them all. Hey man, <laughs> Blockbuster. Did you see this on? Um, man, somebody's. <laughs> this was funny on Facebook. They had a picture like. I was traveling, and it shows like this, like they go through like these forests, and it's like a blockbuster sign. They're like, really? What I found, yeah. I was Listen, like, blockbuster it's... was that the place to be? Yeah, I remember when the game would come out, like Mega Man would come out. That was oh, the Mega game Man was oh so good. So I actually I have it on my Xbox, the Mega Man like collection it has one Mega Man one through seven. Mm-hmm. I have the Mega Man X collection on my on my PlayStation two. Um, it was sold out. You're like, ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Got to wait four days. Yeah, yeah. Got to wait four days because it was a three-day limit. Yeah. Ah, man. man, Those Those are the good old days. But then Netflix came and said, bye-bye, Blockbuster. Redbox kind of, yeah. And then it was was Netflix. Yeah, and then Amazon, and then Hulu, and then that was it. The world world is changing. The world went digital, which is great because that's how we'll be able to be. Exactly. We're able to be alive, digital. Because it would be really weird if we recorded with cassettes and just mail it out to people. (laughs) That's a lot of money. This is a lot cheaper. Exactly. exactly. So if you want to listen, you can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, um, Google Play, and I think that's it for right now. But we're working on things to get it better. Uh, let's just a recap on how the show goes. CJ and I, we take five topics, and we talk about them for five minutes, just like a MMA championship round. Um, we mainly talk hoops. We're going to start talking about football a little bit more because the draft's coming up, but not on today's episode. Today's episode is, and, and we're going to talk like some social stuff, like uh, pop culture. Not social, I should pop culture. 
I'm looking? sorry. I'm just looking at Tim Duncan's numbers compared to Shaquille O'Neal's. <laughs> if you put Tim in there, you have to put Shaq in there. You have to. We had we were having a discussion earlier. Is, is Tim Duncan a top ten player? I have him in my top ten. 21, 12, and two and a half for Tim. Twenty four, basically twelve, and two for Shaq. Duncan's got more titles. Yeah, he does. I'm just talking about. I mean, title titles is a team thing, man. I'm just talking about numbers, just dominance. You can't say. I mean, Tim Duncan's a better player. You can say he's a better winner, a better team guy. Maybe he's a better more, defender, for sure. He's more. I don't, I don't know about that. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't. You just hate him because he's a spur. You're a Lakers no, fan. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. I don't. That's like saying I, I hate the Patriots. I don't. I, I like consistency, but I'm just saying. And 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 Shaq played with with Kobe. Imagine if Shaq didn't play with a, a dominant a dominant two guard like that. He probably would average thirty. Yeah, but he didn't win without. He, he I mean, needed Tim Duncan, play, Tim Duncan played in a system that he was featured in with, with pick and Yeah, roll. because they had Tim Duncan. That's what you build the system around Tim Duncan. But also, what I'm saying is you have to have the type of. We're player. gonna have to table this for another episode then, because we, we could be on here for half an hour. Oh and my it's like, Oh, saying, whoops, you, we didn't do our episode. Okay, if you put I, Tim in there, you got to put Shaq in there. That's what I'm saying. I agree. I like them both. Yeah, you know, I like them both. Okay, you're crazy, but go ahead. All right, well, let's talk. So, let's, like I said, we're going to talk a lot of hoops today. No football, nothing dramatic happened in football. T- Tony Romo's still with the Cowboys, so, you know, nothing dramatic yeah. has happened. Patriots look really good. They might win again, but, oh my goodness. you know, that's for another, another day. Today's hoops and hip-hop. Drake dropped a new album. Oh, we'll be yeah. talking more life. Sound, sound, sound. We'll be talking more life. In a, more tune for my head top. But that'll be at the end. We're going to save that for last. More tunes. But let's start with uh, basketball. We're watching basketball right now, actually. We're watching uh, Kentucky and UNC play. Uh, Kentucky. And that leads us into our first subject. And I didn't get to watch this game because I was out, I think. Or I was asleep. I you did. Know? UCLA and Kentucky played. They did. And My Bruins. Your boy didn't look so good. According to per you, so per I didn't. Re- I didn't watch the game. I have no idea what happened. I just know at the end of the game, he was like, "Yeah, I'm going to the NBA." <laughs> no, but yeah, basically. Well, he's been saying that the whole year, and Lonzo has Lonzo has been clear about it. I'm a big eye test guy. I don't okay, have. So I don't, you were telling me in our meeting, you didn't like his body language. You didn't like. It wasn't just the fact, like, because I said it's just one game. And you're like, I know game. it is one game. It is. But you didn't like. So describe to me the whole thing that you didn't like the ancillary. Okay, well I'll say well, this. What this what outside the game. The whole, I, it, well, it's a package. Oh, hang on, let me start. Boop, five minutes go. It's a package. Um, you have you, you have to have the proper context. You have Papa Ball putting all the eyes on Lonzo, right? Yeah, I'm I'm done with him. Dude. Yeah, but my, what I'm saying is, as Lonzo's been in this position before, where his dad talk, talks him up, and you have to basically cast a check that his daddy wrote. You have Kentucky. You have UCLA, Kentucky is obviously the more dominant program, and you have this this Are past. They? Yeah, Kentucky, as of late, recently have been the most dominant program in college basketball. I mean, come on, UCLA has been. Only have one title. I'm just talking about consistency. As oh, we're talking to you. We're, you know what? You know what the problem was? I was looking at North Carolina on the screen. I thought we were yeah, comparing yeah, yeah, Kentucky. No, 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 no Kentucky. you're right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you're right. You're right. What Go ahead. What I'm saying is, Lonzo being a pass first guard. Him affecting the game is, is going to be, you know, real real dependent on the shot making of others. True. So, 
in that sense, it's not really fair, but the body language in the sense of Lonzo only scored 10 points. He had eight assists. Do you still have the box score up for that I have game? The box, I have the box score. 75 right. to 86 Kentucky. Lonzo, 10 points, eight rebounds. I mean, eight assists and three rebounds. So 10, eight, and three. Which on paper, they got, it's not no, great, man. but it's not like great. how did he shoot? Like how many shots did he take? He, t- I mean, he only took 10 shots. Okay, wow. You only take 10 shots. Like So, so at that point. You're the best player on the team. Now, this is like, I hear, this is like a fair criticism of Chris Paul because mm-hmm. Chris Paul should shoot more. Exactly. Um, when you're the best player on the team, you you have to, you have to feel like you, you have to leave the game saying, my clip is empty. Exactly. You know, and, and, that, and that was my thing with Lonzo. Like I thought, always thought that was an unfair criticism of Kobe Bryant. Like, oh well, he chucked. It's like, well, who else is gonna chuck? <laughs> is that so, no? Exactly. At some point in time, when thing, you're the best player, I have to. You know, I don't want to be. I don't want it to be said that I lost. I didn't do enough to win. Exactly. You and, can and, blame and me thing. for the loss. So even if my point is, even if Lonzo went, he shot forty percent, which is that's not bad. That's not bad either. That's not bad. But let's say he went. You know. For one game, you're right. You know, 10 for 10, 8 assists and 3 rebounds. Like, that's still not a great game. If he ends up with 20 points. Like, like, he gave up between – and he, he he guarded uh, Malik Monk and he guarded De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox ended with 39 points. Mm-hmm. Malik Monk ended with 21 points. Those are your, those are the guys you're going against in the NBA. Those are the type of players you're going against in the you're NBA to, every and, single night. And Lonzo's bigger than both of them. Yeah. He's longer than both of them. And on top of that, like, and you're saying it's one game, but it's the biggest game Lonzo's right. ever played. Right, because this is like the best game for us to compare. It's like, hey, this is what you're going to be playing every single night for 82 exactly. games for the next 15, 20 years. And my thing is, can he handle that? And, and it's not, and it's not, you know, you're going to have nights where you don't hit shots. You're going to have nights where you don't affect the game as you can, as, as much as you can. But how do you go out? Right. You have to go out swinging. If, right. Lon, if Lonzo shot, four LeBron for two, was criticized that. I remember he had, he had like a triple double game six against. The Celtics in mm. 2010, and everybody's like, "I didn't think he did enough." And it's like, yeah. "Well, he has a triple double." It's like, I remember someone said every every single radio host I was listening. To, that's the quietest cri- triple double I've ever and seen. It's hard ever. to have a quiet triple double. My thing is, you only, Lonzo only shot the ball ten times. That's not enough. It's not enough. And, when and you can shoot, like he can shoot. He can too. shoot, and he's six six with bounce. Get to the rim, get fouled. Get There's the a term line. in soccer that they use. It's they grab they grab the game by the scruff of the neck. Like mm. he needed to just say, okay. My boys don't have it tonight. Yeah, I need to go out swing. If, Even if, if I shoot go- four for fifteen, exactly. If we're going, let out, me take the blame for taking too many exactly. shots. Exactly, and I and, and and I have to put a little bit of blame on the coach, um, Alford here, because he did something really strange. He took the ball out of Lonzo's hands and put him at the two guard, and then also for some reason, that's like putting a quarterback at running back. At, for some reason, let me rephrase that. That's like putting a. Like a Tom Brady type quarterback sits in the pocket and the the Wildcat. For some reason, they went to a three-two zone and let Malik Monk sit in that. Now you've been watching them all year, right? I've been watching them a lot. How much zone do they play? Not a whole heck of a lot. Okay, now's not the time to bust out the zone. Not a whole heck of a lot, and and not a lot of you know. In with kids, by the way, exactly. But my thing is this: like the one thing Malik Monk can do is shoot the basketball. Yeah. You know what kills zone defense? Shooting. Yeah, shooting. Because there's holes in the zone. And, and when I saw him, and, and Malik Monk had a quiet a quiet first half, and I think he had seven in the first half, and he ended up with a quick seven right out of the gate in the second half. And I'm like... You don't think this affects his draft status, though, right? I don't. You still think he's going to be top three, probably top two, depending on who's number one, maybe one. 
Yeah, if Lakers are number one. Like Lakers he's number going, one, he's going, going number one. one. And you know what? I'm I, and I thought about it, and um, I think I think you can make an argument for Fultz to be the better the better upside, but I think Lonzo has has a higher floor, in a sense of. I, I like that. I always like that. What's your you know what's your ceiling, but mm-hmm. what's your floor? Derrick Rose is a guy that had a high ceiling. His, I didn't like it. I didn't. He had like a high Rose. ceiling. He had a low floor. I didn't like Derrick Rose. I think at worst, Lonzo at worst. Ricky Rubio, as far right. as can get, can get you some assists right. and come in and spell your a Ricky you know? Rubio who can shoot exactly he, yeah, can, he can spot up. Can it's spot only up. Rubio could shoot. I know he's playing. He's playing pretty well. He's, playing he's always played pretty good. Yeah, he's a really good defender. He can play. He just can't shoot. He can't shoot anywhere. Like I love like he's not good anywhere. Like we were looking at the Angelo Russell shot chart. Like yeah. he's good from like certain parts the, of the, yeah, the yeah. court. Ricky Rubio, it's all blue. Yeah, ice cold. All right. I just think Lonzo. I, you, know, you want to see that dog. You want to see that dog in there. Right. Fair enough. All right, so let's go on. Let's stay with college basketball, and let's stay with Kentucky. Uh, we're going to move on because they're the they're the biggest, depending on who you want to ask, proponents or um, offenders. offenders. That's the <laughs> word I was looking for, of the one-and-done rule. Now, I thought, or I think I should say, I actually like the one-and-done rule, you know, to a degree. Okay. Like I don't. The only thing I don't like that they're there for not even a semester. They're really there for August, September. They're there for till August, April, and then they're gone. Yeah. So I mean, at least stay the whole year. But you can't really because they have the draft and everything. What like are they gonna do? But I like it because yeah. Like, what are they gonna do? I mean, well, just don't do what Derek Gross did and have somebody else take your classes. I mean, at least I'm show up. For man. That, man. At least show up. But um, I like it because. There was a time where college basketball was like dead, 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 mm-hmm. and it has a pulse now. Yeah, and that's because we get to see these kids, you know, like they yeah. college basketball does it kind of nice. They do as best as you can with what they got to work with. They have like that big Madison Square Garden tournament yeah. like in the beginning of the season, and then but they have some know, Maui Invitational. The, you know, and then the tournament is good. You know, I would never have known who Kevin Durant was without the tournament. I wouldn't have known who I thought it did. I thought Jimmy Fredette, Jimmy, well, know. forget for but even <laughs> Westbrook and yeah. Kevin Love. Like yeah. I thought, the one and done rule has actually helped college basketball. Some people don't like it. What, I, do you, I, what are your thoughts? My thoughts on one and done. I don't mind it. I don't mind adults with a chance to make a lot of money taking that chance. I really don't mind. If, right. some, if some of us at a high school, someone came up to say, "Hey, you want to?" You know, join this law firm. You say, no, no, I need to get my feet. No, you would take that chance and learn yeah. on the job the best you can. So to criticize kids for doing it, you know, and the thing about them is when it, when it comes to a traditional career, there's always going to be time. You could be a lawyer at age 60. Right. These kids have such a short window. Correct. And a lot of them, you know, you, you, might blow, you might blow this, you know, knee or this and that. And then you're not focused on school. So then what do you do? Yeah. Let these kids make their hundred thousand, their half a million, even if even if they're not very. I good. still think they should go. For, I think they should go for the full year. Like I don't think they should come out of high school. Do you think they should come out of high school? It's hard. It's hard. It's hard because you have this LeBron, is the only country where we Gar- don't act like this is the only country in the world where one specific dro- job you kind of have to go to college, school for. Yeah. Well, my thing is this: if you're my thing is if you're good enough to play every other place in the world, like in England. Yeah. The kids start playing in the Premier League. If you're good enough, yeah, you can play at 16. sixteen. They're there. Yeah, you can play. Wayne Rooney's dying at thirty-one because yeah. he's been playing for fifteen years. And that's my thing. If you're good enough to play, 
and these and you know I don't feel bad for the organizations that take these kids and they bust because you know you have to do your research. Right. I don't feel bad if you if you take a kid and you bust. Now injuries and a whole other thing, but if the kid just can't play, it means you, you haven't been scouting them long enough. You haven't right. been in the game long enough, and I don't feel bad for that. And I don't the, the kid's gonna make it half a million to a million, a million and a half. And you know what? Maybe he'll become a TV analyst, or maybe he'll start a uh, an agent or, or agency firm, whatever you can do. Right. It's hard for me to say. You know what? The kid has the talent and the ability. Let's make him wait because there's such a big risk. And like, look at that, that uh, the college running back uh, Marcus Lattimore. You know, the kid the kid was looking like a Hall of Fame, a future Hall of Famer in college. And, yep. and what's he gonna do now? He didn't go to you know you know hopefully gets education and whatnot. Hey, no, so you, uh, South Carolina offered him like a job. That's, look at the kid from the know. the Baylor kid. His eye. Exactly. Um, you know, they oh, may yeah, offer yeah, him a yeah. job. You know, it's just one of those things where if you have the opportunity to cash in on the ability yeah. and the work that you put in, you should be able to cash in. No one should tell you to wait. Um, and I think Coach Cavill doesn't get enough credit for getting those guys to gel and mold together. Right. I, I agree with you 100% on that one. Like, I look at it, and it's weird because some people say, like, well, he's only won one title. And it's like, okay, I get it. But it's like, mm-hmm. let me ask you something. How are you supposed to be successful when – just look at it from, like, we're, we were both bank. Well, you're still mm. a banker, and I was in the banking industry. Can you mm. imagine being a, a branch manager, mm-hmm. and every three months, because that's really what they're doing, and yeah, what he's doing. Team. Hey, new bankers, but can you please be number one in our district? Yeah, and on top of that, every banker. Oh, they're brand a- new bankers too, by yeah. the way. And and you have no, you have no seasoned one. banker. Yeah, not one. Nobody, no one to teach you the ropes to show you how to do it. And all these guys were number one recruits. Right. And these the are the best. Yeah, these are the best tellers with the best numbers from spread exactly. out. Go ahead and make them make them number one in exactly. three months. By the way, thank you, appreciate it. You know, and I, I feel like he, you know, yeah, he does have a lot of talent. And sometimes the pieces don't always fit. You know, but and I think the biggest thing too that people don't understand though is that this tournament is the most random winner ever. Yeah, it really is. I mean, basketball is a game where where the ball bounces a lot of different ways. Right. And that's why the NBA does the series. The NBA playoffs is, is, is to me, the best determination of a champion. Like baseball, hockey, a series. Yeah, Even exactly. hockey can be a fluke sometimes. Yeah. Because if your goalie's hot, then your goalie's hot, and that's it. Yeah. But I think he is a little underrated. I think he does coach him really good. Like, I mean, these are 18-year-old kids who are all the best players from their school, and they're like, I'm willing to sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So I, I don't, I don't mind winning that at all. Get your like check. It. Get your check. Keep, yes, get the checks. I like it. I'm for it. I don't think they should have to go to school two years either. Not me either. Nope. But I don't think they're ready out of high school. I think college is good for. I, I think, I think if if you can depends. convince the organization to think that you're to get them to believe that you're ready, you right. should not have to wait. You should get that check. Right. This is why I think the the teams should scout the players when they're in high school, sign them. Draft them and then mm-hmm. put them in a college. Yeah, but, but whatever. It, it, I, that's I, another I, another subject. But I but. do think I think they should be able to recruit earlier than they do. Yeah, for sure. All right, so we like the one done. So let's move on to big boy basketball and let's talk a little difference. Every time about MVP, MVP, MVP. Let's talk a different type of value. Value. We're actually talking dollar values here. Cash me out. So we're looking at the best contracts, the best team with like the best like value for what they're paying mm-hmm. and then like which teams are getting the worst value for what they're paying and the worst contracts. So go ahead. Who's your player? And we're, now some exceptions here. Let's go ahead and start this. Um, we're taking LeBron out because you, you could pay him a hundred million dollars a year and it's still under, probably under, not, still under it. yeah. it's probably still not enough. And we're taking rookie deals out because it's a rookie deal. You could fall into that. Mm-hmm. 
So this is kind of like everybody in between. Go ahead. Give me your best player contract value team getting their best bang for their buck as far as what they're paying out so these, and your worst contract. These are not guys that are going to – they're not getting super underpaid, but they're guys that, I'm, that I think that are real needle movers on a franchise. Um, and I just scrolled down the list, and I'm looking at guys like Kawhi Leonard at 17. I didn't even see him on here. I must have, like, missed him. And, and just looking at guys in his room, you got Tobias Harris at 17-2. Greg Monroe. You got Greg Monroe, Enos Cantor, Wesley, Wesley Matthews, Matthews, Joe, Joe Kim, Kim Noah, Noah Bismack Biombo. And, mm. and the thing about Kawhi Leonard, he does it on both ends of the court, obviously. I mean, he's, he's, he's top a four guy, MVP so candidate. He's an MVP candidate at 17 that's probably, million. Yeah, I might have to redo mine because I didn't see him on there. But go ahead. So I think that's probably the best value in the NBA. Um I mean, guys that are making more than them. Some of this stuff is just comical. Alan Crabb, Ryan Anderson, Nicholas Batum, um, Derrick Rose, Chandler Parsons. So Kawhi, that's the worst. That might be the worst contract in the league. Well, it's not. We'll get to my worst, the worst. So you got Kawhi. What team? The best value. What team is doing the best for what they're paying out? Ugh, honestly. I don't know. Who do you have? Who do you have for the best value as team? Let me, My let me... best value for the team is Utah Jazz. They're oh, the, the lowest team in the salary, and they're like the fourth best team in the West. True. True. Let um, me... Another contender there is Golden State. I mean, yeah, you Steph would... hasn't got paid, but yeah. yes, at the moment. You know who I'm going to go with? I'm going to go with Houston at 23. Yeah. Because no one's accusing Utah of being a title contender. And not that Houston is a major title contender, but they have a, they have a, they have a puncher's chance. They put, they can yeah, get they hot. get hot for they, get, they can get hot. They enough. get hot for four, three weeks. So I'm just looking at teams that could actually get out of the West or get to the Western Conference Finals. I don't think Utah's getting to the Western Conference Finals. I think Houston has a chance to get hot. Maybe if San Antonio can get past Golden State, depending on where the bracket falls, and Houston gets the San Antonio team, maybe they run them out of the gym. Maybe James Harden goes for 15 assists tonight. I just feel like for a contender, Houston. But yeah, overall value. I mean, Utah has the lowest payroll in the playoffs. Right. So it's hard to argue against that. Right. No, but I think that Houston argument made is really – that's a good one too. That's really smart how they paid. And you said they had – and that's including one of the contracts you don't really like in Ryan Anderson. I don't really think like about that. that much. They have him on there, and they're still 23rd in payroll. Exactly. And that's, and that's the thing. You have a guy like James Harden, so you have your superstar. Mm-hmm. You have the you, pieces around him. You have, you have veterans with Nene. You have Lou Williams. You have Lou Will and Eric Gordon the off that the nasty bench Euro, score. The Euro, by the way. You got Trevor Ariza, yeah. who is a three and D guy. You got Clint Capella, who can they got young players who get Capella, Capella, Sam Decker. They got Patrick Beverly, who can defend on the outside. Yeah, they have a lot of ingredients there, and they're paying pennies on the dollar. Yeah. to contend. I think uh, John Wall. I actually agree with you now. I, I man, I should. How did I miss Kawhi Leonard? I love Kawhi Leonard. I actually, I, I actually think he actually is better value, but Kawhi, John Wall at fifteen million dollars a year. I mean, he's I, you know I love John Wall. I've you know I've been a big fan of his you know his whole his whole NBA career. Mm-hmm. I liked him at Kentucky, um, and I didn't like his efficiency. I didn't I don't like I still think it takes a couple threes, but I just man he, the way he gets everybody, but he legitimately makes other players better. He's so fast it's unreal and it's not even like oh yeah that guy's fast like, no 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 you, you can he's see like it. the flash he's like the, he's so fast with the, with the basketball with yes with the basketball yes with the basketball now his handle 
is he has a good handle, but it's not flashy. It's, it's not, not Kyrie Irving it's or Steph not Kyrie Curry. Or Steph Curry, but it's a really good. It's good handle. enough, and, and like the way he as how fast he does it, it's like the basketball. It, John Wall, John Wall's a good player, and, and I and I feel like that. You know, John I, Brad. And when you're talking about the worst now, obviously look, look at some offenders. At the, really at the the biggest of offender to me is you know the local team here, the Orlando Magic. They have the ninth highest payroll. They're yeah. the second worst team in the East, and that's only because the Brooklyn Nets exist. And they gave Jeff Green fifteen million dollars. They gave Evan Fournier seventeen million dollars. They gave Bismack Biombo seventeen million dollars. Yeah, that's that's bad. I mean, that's thirty four plus mean, fifteen. Yeah. That's what fifty nine million. And then you trade away Tobias Harris, who's better than all those guys. You know, you trade away I, Victor. I, now I will say this: the old deep on twenty two million. I don't like that, but no. And, and I'll say I this, get that. But the two teams, I'll say just just to squeeze my 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 names in yeah. here. We talked about in the meeting Portland. The second highest payroll. Second highest payroll. Not, not, not even in the playoffs. And you know what? The Clippers. The fourth highest payroll, and they're not going to compete. Right. They're pretenders. They're always going to be pretenders. You know why? Because Chris Paul's a pretender. And I'm starting to tell you guys that. Whatever. He didn't win in college. He didn't win in New Orleans. He's not going to win now. Yeah, he, I mean, he got to the playoffs. He, he, he can't be granted against us, but he's, he's not a winner. He's, he's, he's a coach on the court, but a, a losing coach. He's... He's Vinny Del Negro, coach on the court. He's not Popovich on the court. He's better than Vinny Del Negro. Come on, man. I mean, as a player, I'm just saying, you think he's coach on the court, like, what type of coach is he? He's like, you know. You're not Phil Jackson. He's not Phil Jackson. Side note, guys. He is a Laker fan. Just saying. I love the Lakers. Clearly. All right. So, you know, just giving you some value stuff there. Because, again, not a lot of stuff has been happening on. Like that's newsworthy. The you know the Cavaliers have been looking bad, but now something that did happen. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Kentucky players, yep. Devin Booker went for seventy. And wait, huh? Say that again. How much? How much? Seven zero. Seventy. Says seventeen. Yeah. Seven. Seventy. Seventy. Woo! Like the greatest decade ever, the seventies. Yeah. That's what he did. Um. Now I didn't watch the game. I haven't watched the replay yet. I'm gonna watch it but I, I read up on it and they did foul so that he can get free throws our question is is it a big deal is it a no deal is it something that just happened listen what what do we look what do you think well i'll say this 70 point when i look at when i look at guys that put up a lot of points or they score a lot of points i always think okay if everything goes right for these guys how much could they put up like potential, like on any given night, if they have a best game, what what's their what's their max now? They they emptied out the clip. There's not many guys that say, oh, if they have their best game or a great game, they'll give you seventy. Even I don't think LeBron's capable. Of no, no, 70. LeBron is not capable of because you know why? Look, the way LeBron scores, it's not it's efficient, but it takes it's a lot of it two lot pointers. Of it's a lot of two pointers. The only other guy, and I was thinking about this with another friend of mine, is Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson or Kevin Durant. Yeah, there's, you're right. Because I like Steph, and I well, I will say I saw Steph Curry score 51 points in three quarters. Yeah, because he takes so many threes, and he's literally open from half. I mean, the whole court's open to him. So, um, that's it though. Like what the four players? Not okay. Let's take Devin Booker out of it right now. Three guys in the world that right now we think could just drop 70. Can James Harden do it? I don't think James Harden can do it. No, I think I, and it's like, well, he scores fifty. He's like, yeah, 
it's not that's, easy scoring 50. Yeah, and the thing about James And James is, isn't a great shooter. No, no, that, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, James, he's going to get to the free throw line, so that, you know, he's going to get points while the clock is stopped. But I, I don't think he could get 70. No. He does, the thing about Devin Booker is, is one, he's pure from three. He's a, he's, he can catch and shoot. He can put on the floor. He can give you the mid-range. He, he's not great finishing at the rim, but he can give you enough at the rim to keep you right. honest. He hits his free throws. And the thing about Devin Booker is he looks like he's in such great shape for a young guy. Yeah, he he, he he. I feel like he starts the game with the same amount of energy that he does when he finishes the game. He doesn't look exhausted to me. The way he, I just see him methodical. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I remember the draft. Like I didn't watch. I don't watch a lot of college basketball. I'm just gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. But I remember some people were saying, "Oh, he, you know, he's like the next Clay Thompson." I'm like, "Wait a minute, maybe I'm missing something." If he's the next Clay Thompson, why is he going 13th? Why did nobody had him in the top 10? But they all said he's the next Clay Thompson. I'm like, okay. Do you guys watch Clay Thompson? Do you know how good he is? Well, Clay Thompson is a better defender. To me, Kentucky guards typically, other than Wall, kind of go low because they, they're asked to sacrifice so much. And I'm not going to say I saw this coming from Devin Booker at Kentucky because I didn't. Nobody saw. Nobody scored seventy. Listen, nah, I'm not even six players have done it in the history of the NBA. I'm just saying. Well, and that's the thing. Like, Jordan didn't do it. The goat. Yeah, he got close to 60, 69. but that's 70, not seventy. You're right. Seventy is a different game. It's a different game, and and. I think it's a, it's the most sense Kobe scored. It is the most. It's the most sense Kobe scored his. I think it is a big deal. I don't no, care. No, it's a huge deal. I don't yeah, think he's down twenty the whole game. My, my only thing is like, is okay. it, is, think is about it a, this. Is it a recipe for winning basketball? Think about this though. If you take his seventy out, and they were down twenty the whole, game, how bad did they lose? My thing. Think no, about right. that for a second. No, but my thing is like, okay, let, let's say let's say Devin Booker ends up with twenty. You know. Whoever Bledsoe or Warren, I don't even think Bledsoe's playing. But let's just say you, you spread out those seventy points elsewhere. With does the team play better? Does the team function better? Do they play better defense? Do they share the ball more? Are you in that game? I think that team is checked out. They're all there's probably. A, there's a lot of veterans That's on there. Point. Like yeah, I'm ready to go to vacation. And yeah, no, and you know what? You know he's what still playing about? hard. Like that matters. I, first thing I would sit Booker because he's your future. That's the thing. I don't know why, but. My thing about it is, what I like about it is, I wish this is what Brandon Ingram would try to do. Go out and get as much as you can one night. And you mentioned something, too, that I don't think a lot of people are giving him credit for. It's not like he did it against the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, no. He did it against, quote-unquote, lockdown defenders. Listen, all, all these young assets that the Celtics have. <laughs> they just got these, lit up for 70. They got lit up by 70 by a second-year player, you know, with the with the, with the fro hawk and his eyebrows yeah. cut. You know what hey, I'm saying? Hey, he's Puerto Rican, bro. Hey, man, all, all I'm saying is that he did it against, you know, Marcus Smart. He did it against Crowder. Avery Bradley, he did it yeah. against Jalen Brown. He did it against yeah. all these Everybody. young guys. You know, and he gave him 70. Yeah. And I think Crowder after the game, but like, I never saw so many guys happy after an L. Hey, man. The guy yeah. gave, Easy guy, for you to say that when you're the guy who gave it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He gave you 70. He didn't give you 45. He gave you 70. 70. That just shows you how bad they are as a team. Yeah. Like they needed him to score seventy just to be lose lose by ten or fifteen. Yeah, he about to say he needed about eighty five. I think it's a big deal. You think it's a big deal. I mean, he it only is. took forty shots to score seventy points. He's had over fifty percent. Yeah, think about it. Even if you shoot fifty, if you take forty shots and you, those are all two pointers, that's only forty and, points. And people people have been killing me for this because I've been watching a lot. Because I like Marquise Chris, I really like Chris, mm-hmm. and I like T.J. Warren, and I think De- Devin Booker. I want to. I don't, there's not that many Kobe Jordan molded shooting guards anymore. That's 6'5", 6'6", 
it can kill you mid range. Even like Paul George is really a three, but he's six eight, six he's, seven, he's, six eight, no, six nine. Keep, there was a joke. <laughs> he used to keep growing. Like yeah, he he came to the league at six seven, then all of a sudden he's six nine, and then he's six eleven. You're like, yeah, you know, wait what? But I'm saying that that pure two guard, that six six, and I'm gonna I'm gonna like even DeRozan the thinnest is, is, position in league history, by the way. Yeah, he's a two guard, and that's what I'm saying. Like even DeRozan is, he's he's. What six seven? Right, but we but know he's not pure. Right, we know what DeRozan is. He's yeah. a mid range shooter. Yeah, but he he's he's more of like I'm going to shoot enough. And it took him for a while to be really good. Yeah, but Which I just find Devin Booker is just smoother. Right, because his, his jump shot is beautiful. Oh my goodness, perfect every time. Devin Booker, big deal. I feel like next next couple years, All Star franchise piece for sure. I agree. Next, all right, so. The moment everybody's been waiting for. When you talk basketball, mm. you have to talk hip hop. You have to. And when you talk hip hop nowadays, the list starts and ends kind of sort of with Drake with right one now. Guy. It's Drake, and that's young. it. Sound, so, sound, sound. More Life came out on Sunday last week. How many times have you listened to it? A hundred. Look, look. <laughs> can I? Can I, can I, I kind of tell you what? Christ. Can I kind of? I've had five. You? I've listened to it five times. I think. Let me just look up the release date because I, I it, this, this is, this is the thing what I like about this. More, it came out March 18th, is when it dropped, at uh Saturday. That was Saturday though. It was Saturday, and I was off work. And I remember I got up, I did my chores, um, and it was an event for us hip hop heads. It was more life's coming out today. Clear your schedule. Don't call me during this time. Right. Drake's dropping his new project, and it was an event because it was a playlist. It was something new, something different. And it was just, it was good to be like, man, music is, we got something, we got something again. We got something to look forward to. I can, I can clear my day and just sink in an album or sink in a project. So what are your thoughts? Well, I'll say this. It's, it, is this the greatest album of all time? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because I'll say like, I agree. The way, the way Drake, the way I hear Drake described it was if Drake had a Pandora station, of Drake, but he was on every song with different artists and different sounds. There's no, there's no like congruent nature to the album. It's not supposed to have a sound or you know the songs are not supposed to be linked or anything like right. that. It's more sporadic, which some people. He's are right. Of. It makes sense. That's how it sounds. Exactly. That's how it sounds. There's a couple bangers: "Free Smoke," uh, "No Long Talk," "Galchester." I like. I like. Do not disturb. I like sacrifices. Track. Sacrifice Portland. Uh, what's the one he did with Kanye West? Um, Glow. 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 I, so, you know, there's some there's some there's some good tracks. Now, there's some things in between that kind of lose me a little bit. There's some kind of repetitive nature of it, as far as the tone. Um, but overall, it's a good project. It seems like maybe some throwaways for some different albums, some different projects got mixed in there. Um, you got a, some good features. You got Quavo on there from Migos. I got, like it. I like it. I do like I it. I think overall, this is what I've been talking with my friends mm-hmm. and our, our common friend, Fernando. I okay. think we have to make sure we always give him at least one shout out every episode. That's going to be our Fernando? little thing. Okay. Um, I feel like this album, a lot of it is like, this is like a super chill album where you get everybody. You got the guys. You got your girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, everybody's got a glass of whiskey and everybody's just playing just poker. Just yeah. playing poker. A, yeah. Hey, man, put on more life. And there's nothing yeah, wrong on, with that. No, no, there's no, no hotline bling where this is like the fifth, five platinum no, no, song. No, no. It's no like radio, everybody no in the whole world's going to. Right. 
There's no, but there's also there's no like uh, started from the bottom. There's no, no, no motto. No, no, there's no, 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 there's nothing like it's, that either. It's life music. It's yeah. You know, me and my friend are together. I like it a lot. I like it. Um, because that's another common theme is people say it's not his best album. No, no, it's not. Which is true, but it's one of those like everybody's like, yeah, man, just put more life on. Yeah, exactly. When people like you're out with your friends, like, hey, man, we're gonna listen to. Just put more life. Yeah, on. Just put more life on. You, you, can't, you can't go. You're wrong. not gonna go wrong. You're not going wrong. It's like putting on, um, hey man, what movie should we watch? You know what? Yeah. Why don't you just put on uh, Black Hawk Down? <laughs> yeah, you're not going. Is that yeah? Put Star Wars on. We'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. That's a good comparison. You're, not, you're never gonna go wrong. I like it a lot. I like um, uh, Passion Fruit. That song. I put it on. Yeah. I love the beat so much. I was just as soon as I heard that song, I was like, yes. Yeah. I like. I like. Um. Right after Passion Fruit, Georgia. I guess I forgot his name. George Interlude. Yeah. Drake's, I mean, he has some clever, witty lines, man. And yeah. You know what? It seems, it's real conversational. It just seems, yeah. you know, like he's not really trying to break your head with lyrics. It just, it just comes out smooth. It's just good. Like, it's like a good whiskey. It, that's why I said you got to go with a glass of whiskey. Yeah. Everybody's in cool. We got, you know, everybody's out. Yeah. Got the barbecue. Yeah, man. You know? I just think this is like the ultimate chill song. Chill album. Yeah. It is. I, it's not the best, but man, when you go like, man, what's the best album to listen to? Just put that one on. You'll be fine. Don't put nothing else on. We'll be fine. Yeah. The sad, the sad part is, you know, at the end of that, do not disturb the last track. He said he's going to be back 2018. Yeah. Now we got to wait. So that's, this might be the last Drake for, you know, a good eight months. Seven, Which eight months. is weird because he usually does like, what, two albums a year. That's what he's been doing. Uh, I think I think it's it's like every like year and a couple months. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like this album will get us through. Yeah, 22 tracks. It is good. He gave you a lot. He gave you a lot. Gave you some good music. He gave you, if you want some hardcore rap, he gave you some hardcore rap. A little bit. He gave you Galchester. He gave you the first two tracks. Free Smoke, Going On Top, Galchester. He gave you KMT with Diggs. You got Glow with Ye on there. Fake Love on there. Blem. I'm Blem for real. I'm Blem for real, yeah. I like that song. Yeah. I got I like what he says, like, um, we need to get you tan and not, like, um, oh, yeah, yeah, get yeah. you the island tan, the golden oh, yeah. tan, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. not oh. the spray tan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like how he throws, like, little stuff yeah. out, like, yeah. just, I don't know, man. It's Drake, man. It's the six OVL sound, 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 man. I'm born in October, so you know I love my OVL music. <laughs> <laughs> so, we like it. Go listen to it. It's on Spotify. Listen to the whole thing. If you're giving it ranking one out of ten, what do you give it? I think you're higher on it. I have eight and a half. Yeah. Uh, eight, eight, eight. Solid B. Yeah. Yeah. Because guess what a B is going to get you? It's going to get you a college degree. You're going to go to school. You're going to get your bachelor's degree. You're going to get a good job. Yeah. And you're going to be happy with your life. I'll be like 83, 84. Yeah. I wouldn't like Get Rich or Die Trying. I love that album. I think that's a lot better. I know you don't. Well, you don't like it? Hey, come on, man. It's about my 50 cents. No, I'm just saying like, I'm just thinking like. Like classic album? Yeah, I'm just thinking like, you know. The Massacre, that that album was really good, by the way. My friend made a good point. He goes, if The Massacre came out five years after Get Rich or Die Trying instead of, like, I think it came out like 22 months afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, we were still on the 50 Cent High. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it came out too quick. Because yeah. the problem was they did the G-Unit album. They had Lloyd Blank's album. They had another guy from G-Unit, too, right? Yeah, yeah, They had, yeah, yeah. It was like. So, like, we had too much of 50 Cent, and then he dropped The Massacre. He goes, if Massacre came out later, I was like, no, you're wrong. And I listened to it again. I was like, man, he's right. Yeah. 
That see that album is better than Get Rich or Die Trying. Yeah. More life, man. But more life. You I need. Tool for your head top. We like it. Name, you know? We like it. <laughs> I'm blim for real. I'm blim for real. So we like it. There you go. We agreed on a lot today. Which is weird, especially coming out of our production meeting where we almost strangled each other. Well, I think usually <laughs> after our production meeting, he usually starts to see my side of the thing. Whatever. Alrighty, well, that's what we thought. You can only leave reviews. I know you can leave them on iTunes. I don't have a, I don't have a Android anymore, so I can't see it on Google. But I would imagine you can leave reviews on Google Play, on SoundCloud. Just leave reviews if you like us. Great. We like the more love. But if you don't like us, tell us what you don't like. If you don't like the subjects, if you want to talk about something else, let us know. We'll start talking about it. Yeah, um, don't tweet about it. Be about it. Exactly. Anybody can hide behind Twitter. Yeah. Anybody. Great album. Actually gets better the more I think about it. I might give it 86. I mean, I listen to it on the way over here. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to it to the way to the grocery store. <laughs> he is. Most consistent guy right now. He's all we got. The Tim Duncan of hip-hop. T- <laughs> How are you going we're gonna, to... We're going to have this discussion. Not now. Not now. Not now. Yeah, we're going to come back to that one. All right, but thanks for listening. Um, have a safe trip. Enjoy. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Take pictures and come back and speak French fluently. I expect you to learn it in one week. I got bonjour. And I got yeah. I want to know that you met Tony Parker and, I, and you met uh, Evan Fournier, Boris Diaw, and Stein Rudy Gobert. And uh, the other guy, Levert, uh, he's, I think he's with OKC. Uh, I forgot his name. I don't know. Anyways, Mikael Petrus. Who does this guy look like? He was in Orlando? You don't look like Mikael Petrus. No. <laughs> you don't look like... I don't think you look like anybody. You look like CJ. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just listen to us. Subscribe. We'd love it. And, uh, and please, listen to more life. It's good stuff. All right. Peace.